Now today's top federal headlines. House lawmakers fold several bills targeting disciplinary procedures for the senior executive service into one. The House passes the Government Reform and Improvement Act. It extends the same expedited removal process that senior executives at the Veterans Affairs Department have under the Choice Act to all members of the SES. The bill would also extend the probationary period for all federal employees from one to two years. The president says he will veto it if it passes the Senate. A congressionally appointed panel recommends a total VA overhaul. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. The Commission on Care, in its final set of recommendations, would keep the Veterans Health Administration as a federal agency. But just about everything else would change. The Commission's 17 recommendations would establish a new health care system of local provider networks. It would improve veterans' access with more staffing, and it would redesign most of the VHA internals, including information technology, finance, and capital planning. I'm Tom Temin. Civilians could replace 80,000 military personnel in current active duty positions. The Congressional Budget Office says that's if all military branches use the same mix of the service branch with the smallest percentage of military personnel. The CBO says transferring civilians into those jobs could cut costs and increase DOD's warfighting focus. So veterans and members of the armed services could find themselves working with historical artifacts. President Obama signs a bill which requires the Army Corps of Engineers to set up a program to hire them to assist in curating and historic preservation activities. The federal government has trouble knowing how much space it's paying rent on. The Government Accountability Office finds agencies with authority to lease property without the oversight of the General Services Administration cause information gaps in the federal office space inventory. GAO also says knowing the aggregate purchasing power gives GSA better leverage to obtain lower rents. GSA wants feedback on its plan to publicly release transactional data reported under its new rule requiring vendors to submit monthly reports containing it. GSA says it will factor in comments when deciding what it can make public under the Freedom of Information Act. So far, it plans to only withhold data on the number of items sold and the price paid per unit. U.S. factories making goods for the military took a hit in May, Federal News Radio's Scott Massioni reports. Military aircraft orders saw a 35% drop in May. That's in addition to a drop in orders for military communications and navigation equipment. The AP reports that the decline suggests U.S. manufacturers have yet to fully recover from the weaker economic growth worldwide. The drop in military orders comes as demand and overall U.S. factory orders dipped in May. Other areas that saw less interest from buyers were steel, aluminum, furniture, and electrical appliances. U.S. factories did see a greater demand for motor vehicles and machinery. I'm Scott Massioni. Another technology company's wallet is a little bit lighter. Jason Miller tells us more in the IT report. The Justice Department continues to rack up wins under the False Claims Act, the latest Endpoint Gov. It agreed to pay almost $6 million to settle claims that it falsely represented itself as a small business in order to get set-aside contracts over a four-year period. The government also alleges EndpointGov filed false quarterly reports with the General Services Administration between 2008 and 2015. It allegedly underreported sales made under a GSA schedule to avoid paying more fees back to the government. I'm Jason Miller. And the National Institutes of Health dishes out $55 million in awards to help launch President Obama's Precision Medicine Initiative Cohort Program. The project looks to update the way the nation treats and prevents diseases. The awards will go towards a data and research support center, along with the network of healthcare provider organizations. For these stories and more, go to federalnewsradio.com and follow at FedNewsUpdates on Twitter. I'm Eric White.